You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. And I'm Michaela Oakland. We're no, so happy. Like no, it's okay. I liked it. It had a little flair to it, a little attitude. It had a little more, ass- I, like I'm asserting it. Like I'm- Yeah, I was like, oh, she is Michaela Oakland. <laughs> like you're all going to know. And we need to know. Um, and we're so happy to have you here in our car today. Do you think there's anybody who can't tell our voices apart at this point? I think we have different voices. I know, but sometimes the podcasts I listen to, I really struggle to separate <laughs> them for a while. Like, even though the voices are different, I'm still like, I don't know who's who. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I just got to a point where I know who's who on one of the podcasts I listen to where the girls are both British, but that one was especially hard. Well, that's impossible. That that's They're the same person. But they have very different British voices. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard when you don't have the video <laughs> aspect of it. I didn't even like... It took me a second for um, Julia's podcast because I listened to it before I met her and I like didn't know yeah. which one she was when I first met her. Like, based on the opinions I had heard, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, sometimes she'll be, like, editing her podcast out loud in the other room, and I honestly don't know. I live with her. I don't know which one is her voice sometimes. Well, I know now. (laughs) No, I really sometimes don't, because sometimes I'm like, well, that's that's Julia. And then I'm like, no, wait, that's Julia. Like, I get confused. (laughs) That's so funny. Maybe it's, like, the lingo aspect of it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you know who I found out is British that really rocked my world? You maybe knew this already. I actually don't even know where to begin with this. Okay, this shocked me to my core. So I I have been watching, I don't know what your reaction means yet. Just let me say it and then you can tell me how you feel about it. Because I don't know if you also are shocked or if you think it's stupid that I didn't know this. No, you know how I feel about it. Okay, tell us, who is the person that you (laughs) did not know was British? Okay, well, Gordon Ramsay, I thought he was Australian. <laughs> no, okay, hear me you know out. What? He looks, you know he's what? got that like Fine. tan and he wears like this little necklace. Like, let me show you a photo of, I'm going to post this I on the Instagram. I know what Gordon Ramsay looks like. I know, but he looks so, he looked especially Australian in the photo that comes up when you Google him. And I could have sworn his voice, <laughs> to me, the, his voice sounded Australian. He's like, like so British. Like, look at this photo. You you yeah, tell me that's, that's not giving, an Australian man. You're, you're not wrong, and at least you didn't think like he was American. That's well, what I, I was he worried wasn't about. American. That's when you put it on the Google Doc. I was like, 
No, no, no. I didn't think he was American. <laughs> What's shocking to me is, well, like, if he were pale, I think maybe I would know that he was a, a British man. But then I was like, why is it we've got Gordon Ramsay, we've got Great British Baking Show. Why are we going to the palates of the British for all of our food, mm. for all of our food critiques? I don't know if that actually makes sense, because when's the last time someone went to the UK and said, ooh, amazing <laughs> food at this place that I just went to the UK? Actually, last season of Top Chef was in Great Britain, and it was really interesting. They did a lot of interesting stuff that I didn't yeah, know Gordon about British Ramsay's, food. Gordon Ramsay's show is great, and so is Great British Baking Show. But then I'm like, I don't know, because it's the British people telling me that the food is good. So, well, I think that that's it. I think they just like have more authority in their voices. There's something Americans have like a fetish about wanting to get yelled at by British people. Like, remember that show Super <laughs> Nanny? Like, oh, shit. Uh, am I wrong? Like, people just like want to be yelled at by a British. No, person. I don't think I ever saw Super Nanny. <laughs> Sorry, I dropped my what? Phone. <laughs> Give me a second. You're doing amazing. How far did you drop it, Antarctica? Well, I ha it's off of my bed and I can't just, I can't just like it, my body doesn't bend. So I have to like move my entire, I can't like lower myself. I have to make my entire body go off the side to pick up something that fell off my bed. It's really hard Important. to have a metal spine. Can you not be And ableist? people need to be aware of that. I'm, everyone knows I'm ableist. <laughs> That's true. Whenever we have discourse on here, you always lean toward the ableist opinion. I do. I do. I actually don't know if that's true. I don't think so. <laughs> it's either you lean ableist or you lean classist, though. And I'm wondering. Well, I'm not classist. So you're ableist? Actually, I'm a little classist because I don't think rich people are, like, as good as me. Oh. I think I'm better than rich people. Right. But I saw something recently where a lot of the time people are saying eat the rich and it's about, like, someone with $150,000 in medical school debt and two children and they well, like that's because they're stupid <laughs> like but th but we that should often... eat the rich like we should eat like Kim Kardashian and Jeff Bezos right but then I feel like the discourse on Twitter usually isn't about those kinds of people it's usually about like never someone who does well but they're not they're like a normal person a like a dentist jet. yeah they're not on a <laughs> they're like they're a dentist. And They're literally a dentist. And, and none don't want to eat a us, dentist. None of the rest of us can afford anything. So we're like, wow, that's wow, a rich that's a real person. rich person. We should eat them. And like, yeah. mind you, that's the bourgeoisie. But <laughs> I'm not, I'm like reverse classist. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, what was I saying about Gordon Ramsay? Oh, it was really hard He's for me last British. night. <laughs> Honestly, his voice to me didn't fully sound. I guess there he was born in Scotland. One one thing to let you know. Mm -hmm. First of all, did you already know all of the stuff about Gordon Ramsay? I know. I I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan, and I actually just watched his. He did like a eating his last meal YouTube video, and I just watched it and learned his life story. I've been watching so many Gordon Ramsay videos this week, which is why it came up because he has really great tips in his videos. He does. He's um he's fun to watch, you know. But but again, I didn't know that he was British when I was watching these videos. So now it's, it's crazy. It's different for me. Something you should watch Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, I don't know if I ever was big on that show. We, my family was a big Hell's Kitchen family, and I just I rewatched it in college because it's just good. I feel like I must have seen at least some of it just because it's so familiar to me, like the 
the images of it in my mind. I think it was pretty culturally significant. Yeah, it was. Was it the first like really big cooking show like that? No, I just again, it was in that era where we kept making TV shows where a British person was yelling at us. And like, so it Mm. found some success. Yeah. And I feel like at that time there was less variety. So anything that did exist got a lot more attention. Like everyone was so into American Idol. Like everyone was tuned in at their TVs every night for American Idol. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like there were things like that. Like there was a tweet um, that was going around that was like, can you believe that it used to be that like, the Office, 30 Rock community, and uh, Parks and Rec would all air on the same Thursday night, like every week, oh and God. you would just sit and watch it. Like, that's so, like, we just don't have that anymore. Like, that just doesn't exist anymore. I guess people do that, like, for Euphoria. That's the closest I can think of, because that one does drop yeah, weekly. Yeah, the HBO Sundays. And you see those, that's, like, live tweets but about that's it. that's it. Yeah. That's all we got. Oh, my God. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm due for a rewatch. Yeah. And you should. Was I talking about that with you? Probably. Because I've been talking Probably. about it this week. And that, that'll that that'll be why. Um, you were just in Los Angeles <laughs> for a week. That's 10 days. So true. What, how yeah. long was it? I think it was eight days. Okay. How And how was your experience? Was it better than well, last time? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it, I did more stuff. Yeah, so the one thing I will say in the future, if you come to L.A., you should really send me what you're trying to do beforehand, and I can tell you, like, oh, that is going to be an hour away from the plans that you have next that day. Because you, you, like, kind of scheduled a bunch of things without, like, looking at the locations beforehand and, like, thought it would work, and then I think you were very tired at the end of the days. No, what it was was just, like, I was tired of being in a car all the time everything was 30 minutes away but that's that's what i'm saying it wouldn't like that's what i'm saying But either way i had to go record with you like there wasn't a way i could not do that that was the only thing that got me like really far out of the way you were in east and then you went to west hollywood and then you went to studio city that was the only thing was the day that i had to go to west hollywood and then studio city and west hollywood especially if you do it at a certain time that's going to be like hours of traffic each way it wasn't that bad because it was early in the morning, mm-hmm. um, but I, it was just like a damn. All <laughs> Why I'm do people saying, do this? All I'm saying is it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, that, that I was saying like if I lived in LA, I would literally never leave my neighborhood because it just is like so annoying. Um, yeah, I like had fun because obviously I was staying with man mm-hmm. and he, he asked me, he's like, so like right before I left, he was like, so like, do you like LA more now? And I said, I like you more now. <laughs> Still think it's a, 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 just a, not for me. Not for me. I have strong words about it, but I know it would hurt your feelings if I went on and on and on about how much I hate it. But I did have fun seeing you. And mm-hmm. it was nice meeting your friends at game night. And we did two hot takes, which was really cool because Morgan's really great. Oh, my God. That um, was so much fun. That was so much Go fun. Go check out our but, episode on two hot takes, you guys. We had a good time. We did. And I, I did Rat Girls as well. Oh, yeah. Which I think and you I've did done too. Rat Girls. So I check think out Rat Girls. We might have been back-to-back episodes. I think we may have been. Um, so it's like I had like really like lovely experiences. It's just like the vibe overall is not for me. Yeah. It's not the vibe that I experience living here, though. 
Like, I drive 12 minutes to see my friends or, like, get food or anything like that most of the time. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm like, ooh, I want to go to the beach, and then it's a 30-minute drive. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know. I think I think we have different, um, different, what's the word? Preferences is the word that I was thinking of. Does man work from home? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was nice. Because kind of just got to like, he also had Monday off. So we did stuff on Monday and then we, I had stuff to do during the week mostly. So, mm-hmm. and then Friday we went up, um, we went out to a little cabin in the mountains. Yeah, how was Big Bear? So it was sort of like scary because we were sort of like in a cloud. Right. I don't really know how else to explain it. Like we were like pretty high up in the mountain. And it's in so the like, woods. it's like in the woods and we were like also in a cloud like because it was like weirdly like foggy and misty and then as we drove down the mountain like you could literally see like where the cloud was like it was really really scary it was like giving um the hills have eyes like it was (laughs) a little scary but also kind of nice um just to kind of be like sequestered in a little cabin and like we like played cards and we uh, made cute cocktails and a fire like it was like a lovely lovely little place and there's a cafe up there that was like really good I'm not even gonna say the name of it because I want to like I literally want to gatekeep it (laughs) I don't want anybody to eat there because I want to be able to go back and not have it be like a crazy thing yeah i don't know how many people are like just driving casually out to big bear so i think you're fine they should but (laughs) but yeah i had one other friend staying there at the same time and it was snowing where they were but it wasn't snowing where you were we were a little south of where they were oh that's so interesting did you Mm -hmm. enjoy game night pouring game night was really fun i wanted to play more games though um when were we not playing games just for the powerpoints for 10 minutes I wanted to play another round of Mafia, and I was shot down. Um, well, we just had to get to the PowerPoints, unfortunately. I understand, yeah. But um, I thought we would have time for another round of Mafia at the after the PowerPoints. It's just that some of them yeah, were longer it than... Just- <laughs> But it was it was nice, and I liked meeting your friends. And your uh, backyard is lovely, and oh, it was really funny because I keep thinking back on how that guy just had fire starting stuff in his car <laughs> like wasn't even like oh we're making a fire tonight i should bring my fire stuff no. like he just had it well, like that's hilarious he didn't announce that he was gonna go to his so we were setting up a fire and like chrissy and i have logs but we didn't have like the smaller fire starter things a little kindling yeah and this guy like left and he didn't announce that he was going to look for this. So he kind of just, I didn't even notice him leaving, but he reappears and he's like putting kindling in the fire, like fire like starter. Little strips of wood. Like, where did you get like, that? Where did you get that? Oh my God, my was shortbread good. was a hit. Everybody loved my shortbread. And I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Um, s'mores, so much fun. Yeah, actually it was less gamey than our game nights usually are. Um, but I think it's because we started with like, the who are they guessing game and that doesn't feel as gamey it feels more like conversational Mm. and usually we start right away with games but right i like starting game night that way and i think it's going to continue so okay well i'm glad that you had an experiment that was successful usually also we do family feud but isaiah's usually the steve harvey for our family feuds and he didn't get there Mm. till later so it was just like a Mm. whole thing you know but 
I had a great time. We're going to be doing it every other week. You guys, game night's back in a big way. And <laughs> I really suggest you out there also start having game nights because, oh my God, it's such an um, inexpensive way to have a fun time with your friends. And that's a really good point. I was just thinking about that. There was a tweet going around that was like, it sucks that every article that's like how to have fun on a budget is like go to a park. I don't want to go to a park. No, I want to have a beer. And I was like, oh, relatable. I get that. Not the beer part. I actually hate beer. <laughs> the games we played, you don't even have to buy anything for because we played mm. the guessing game, which you just write people's names on a piece of paper and tape it to their back. And then Mafia, you could use a deck of cards to or you could just go around and tap people to assign them roles. Yeah. So, so cheap, fun, fun, free, flirty, fabulous, sober. Um, and then tonight, sober. my friend Brandy is hosting a painting night and she has everything for it. She's got like easels and paint. And all this stuff. Whoa. So I'm taking myself over to her house with my bloody eye. Oh my god! It's gotten so much worse since the last I time you saw me. I can't see it if it helps. Yeah, I literally can't see it. There it is. It's really not that bad. I feel it's like it's bad you... in real life. You, okay. I swear to God, it's bad. In, like it's like the whole right side of my right eye is red, like with blood now. But it. Looks... What did you do? Do you know what you did? So if you guys didn't hear in our episode from last week, I popped a blood vessel in my eye and originally it was like pretty tiny and pretty hidden, but now the blood is draining. So it's like getting larger and just more spread out and over a, a mass of my eye. And it was like the worst timing ever because I never leave the house. I never do anything. But last week I had like four different things in a row of seeing people and video recording like multiple days that week. I it. Anyway, it ended up being fine because the worst is now. Um, but I am hoping that Brandy, I think she only have, has a couple people coming over tonight. So I think it's fine. And I'll just wear my glasses and try to hide it. Um, <laughs> no one will know. How would they know? No, we might get me an eye patch. But um, okay, I, think, huge. I think it was taking my contacts out. Well, I don't want to scare you guys. Yeah. I don't want you to have to think about it. But there was a time that I was taking my contacts out and it, took a few tries and I had to squish a little harder because it like wasn't coming out and I was like that's weird and I didn't notice it at first but it was the next day anyway who cares I have a bloody eye you don't you don't care out there about how this happened to me probably but it's true and that's I care a little bit I'm like really freaked out by contacts I like truly hope I'm I'm sure one day I'll need them but I just have such bad vision and I also have astigmatism so glasses don't work as well for me because Mm. like I, um, cause I have egg shaped eyes, so I can't see as well with glasses as I can with contacts. That is such a funny way to describe <laughs> eyeballs. Yeah, they're sort of egg shaped. <laughs> I have egg shaped eyes. I have trapezoidal vertebrae. That's just the life of a girl. You're just kind of a girl with lots of shapes. It's so girl the way that I live. Oh my God. I wanted to talk about this last week and then I forgot, but we both made some of our HelloFresh recipes and I have to say it was so yummy. I was slapped. I think that their quality has gone up in years. I know. I think that they've really improved because HelloFresh was one of my, okay, this is like not a sponsored section. I'm just, we're just talking about this as little frugal girlies. Don't skip forward, guys. (laughs) This is not an ad. Like we're just like sort of chit-chatting, but HelloFresh was one of my first sponsors ever, like on my podcast years and years and years ago. I'm like, it was fine. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like a burger, you know, it was like nothing that exciting, maybe salmon and some couscous. 
the meal that I made the other day, oh my God, it was so tasty. Oh my God, it was so good. And I think like the flavors have gotten better. Mm-hmm. Again, this isn't the sponsored, but because they're a new sponsor for this show, they sent us free boxes. And mm-hmm. I think we maybe got similar recipes. Did you get the chicken that was crusted in the crispy onion Yes, with the potato. It was so good. So good. I'm like now going to make that recipe over and over again. And also the fact that like you make little sauces and stuff, I feel like it's such a useful learning tool because it is now I'm like, oh, I have an amazing sauce that's easy to make that I can do with all of my chickens in the future. Especially if you're like not a cook, which I'm not at all. Terrible cook. So like the fact that I'm like not a cook, but I can make a delicious meal. That's crazy. Well, that's And you get the recipe card forever. Yeah. My parents are doing it right now, too. And they're using our code, by the way. Nice. Um, But they got like a little (laughs) binder to keep the recipes in. So like the (gasps) way. That is so parent. I know. That is so cute. I know. They're really enjoying it. And I am, too. And I remember when I was in college, that was how I started to learn how to cook because it would be like cut a zucchini and then I would like have to Google like watch a YouTube video on how to cut a zucchini zucchini. so that I would know. And then like you slowly over time learn those little things. Well, okay, I don't know if you saw that there was discourse, but there was discourse that was basically like this girl being not about health fresh, about cooking, but. Oh, about discourse about cooking. (laughs) There was a girl who was like, no offense, but I don't understand how you can not be a good cook like can you not read like if you can read a recipe you can cook and I was like like in theory you're right if you can read a recipe you can cook but there are so many things you have to learn how to do within that reading that like if you don't know how to dice an onion if you don't know how to like saute like you don't know how high to put the heat on like it is hard to learn how to cook if you don't know what things are let me make it as basic as possible even just cooking eggs people don't know that you have to wait for the pan to get hot so that it'll be non-stick like there are little things that aren't going to be in recipes yeah like you don't know that when you season meat it loses 30 percent of the seasoning while it cooks so that's why you over season meat like that stuff isn't in the recipe you have to learn little things about cooking over time some people don't know that you have to let it sit afterwards so that you don't lose all Mm -hmm. the moisture that's the meat yeah like what is season like salt to taste Mm -hmm. how the fuck would you know what the fuck that would even entail if you hadn't cooked a bunch and like known how much salt to put in or like things take time if you're not super speedy at them a lot of cooking is like timing oh it's like Mm -hmm. do this for three to four minutes well shit I haven't chopped up this whole thing it's going to take me more than three to four like everything gets off like yeah cooking is hard like cooking is a skill like anything else you have to learn the language like you you have to learn how to read the recipe it's not just like if you can read a recipe you can cook that's not true that is not true and I'm living proof of it (laughs) and I will also say if you are doing a recipe please read all of it before you start and that's also true (laughs) of like HelloFresh or subscription stuff because like Ellie was saying it'll be like while this is doing this cook this Mm -hmm. and and it didn't tell you that like you were going to have to chop it up beforehand and like actually you don't have enough time to do that so make sure you're looking at everything ahead of time just look at everything ahead of time but I will say Gordon Ramsay gives some great tips for cooking (laughs) if you want to look but that's like so important like you have to like learn the little tricks in the trade yeah, you know there's like certain ways you have to cut an onion so that it doesn't bleed as much and make you cry like they're t- like the way you cook herbs so that you don't get all of the goodness out of it on the thing and it'll actually be in your like it's all it all it matters and it's not in the recipe and it's not in the fine print and that stuff you have to 
find over time or from someone teaching you like a parent and all this to say if you can't cook that's okay you can learn but don't let anyone tell you you're stupid you're not it's stupid. Hard. you're not you're stupid not. you'll learn things and luckily there are a lot of good um videos on the internet for cooking i would say that can be very helpful even on like tiktok there are cute little easy videos that if you just get them onto your algorithm a little bit you're gonna watch a video in the morning and be like oh Oh, that's good to know. That's how you do that. Yeah, but it's fun. I think we're both kind of in cooking eras at the minute. Right. Maybe like me out of necessity more than (laughs) anything else because I'm not allowed to get DoorDash anymore. (laughs) Well, I certainly can't get DoorDash anymore. I am in debt, but I I, also enjoy cooking. I'm literally in DoorDash debt (laughs) and it's like the most embarrassing thing in the entire world. Oh my God, if that's like one thing that we can have you go away from this podcast today under like, please... If you have money, Please. I was just talking to Chrissy about this because we were like, we used to have a lot of money and we didn't spend it on clothes. We didn't spend it on something we have like physical, the remains mm-hmm. of. It was spent on DoorDash. DoorDash. And like, it's there's nothing to be gained from that now. Like, it's all down nope. the drain. It's all gone. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I, really bad. I can't resell it. It's not like I have nope. a beautiful mirror that I spent that money on or like a gorgeous rug. <laughs> so the moral of the story is just don't. Don't don't DoorDash. Get DoorDash once a week as a treat, maybe, you know? Yeah. Don't be DoorDashing multiple meals a day. Yeah. It's bad, guys. And I've had this conversation with a lot of people. So I know that it's a thing. And you need to be watching yourself. You got to be watching yourself. And don't, like, connect your credit card to DoorDash because (laughs) that's what I did. And then I was like, it's not even real money. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stupidest thing I ever did in my life. Well, when... $20 in credit card is like, oh my God, it's just $20. But when it's actually physically coming out of your account where you have the money from, it feels like real $20. That's That's a higher percentage than what I thought it might be. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Anyways, we're in DoorDash, Dad. Too late for us, but we hope it's not too late for you. You don't do that. And, you know, we're cooking now. So yeah, let us cook. Let them girls cook. Let them girls cook. I I did just get a Dutch oven, so if I can make my bread every week, that'll save me a couple few dollars a week too. So (laughs) you're and you're right. (laughs) I'm a big bread maker. Oh, update on my sourdough starter, you guys. It's finally the way that it needs to be. So expect big things about my sourdough bread. Big fat, thick, yummy, delicious bread. Bread. Yeah, expect that. When you said risen, for some reason, I thought you meant like rizzed, like risen. Like, like R-I-Z-Z? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. is going to riz you up. Oh, my God. Risen bread. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah. I'm going to start a um, series on TikTok where I make things with my Easy Bake Oven. That's a really good idea. But like actual meals. And I just do it like, like a good tiny meal. bit by so tiny small. bit. Like so I put small. a tiny bit of chicken in the Easy Bake I love watching tiny things. Oh, my God. So does Chrissy. She's always buying those little, like, miniature foods that you put together with resin. So cute. Yeah. It's like all of her feed is those videos. (laughs) Did you see the guy? I don't know if you saw this because it just came up today. But there was, like, this guy who is a family vlogger. I hadn't heard of him before, but he's, like, a TikTok family vlogger. And um, CPS was called on them. And the kids were taken away. And, oh no. And he like 
he got the girl one of this the seven year old girl fit tea for Christmas. Um, oh, he like makes these yeah. videos. I saw that. That are it's not like fully him making fun of her weight, but it's kind of like content that he knows because he's a grown adult and he has common sense. Like will lead to her being made fun of for her weight because it's like conversations about food or like her cry. Like it's just it's very uncomfortable and then i found out that he has only been with the mom for like a year so he's Wait, not they're not they're not his kids he doesn't have a job and he's, he's just in the house. them like that yeah and they're like weird shots of like the 12 year old girl's butt like i don't know it's very uncomfortable and like he makes comments like like when she turned 13 he was like but she acts like she's 19 but like in a weird <gasps> i don't know it's very odd oh my god and get then, those, that man away from those children i know and then the mother was like cps picked them up from school and they want me to choose between like i don't know if they're married or um just like boyfriend girlfriend so just like they're making me choose between my man and my kids and obviously i'm going to like not leave him uh, what? Which is crazy because a lot of the comments were like, if they, if CPS picked up the kids from school, not even from the house, like that means that they've found something. Like I'm not an advocate for CPS. Like foster care isn't better. I want to make that no, clear. It should be the last resort, right? But it does imply that there was more. There was to something. It. Yeah. So, and I didn't know like when I first saw the videos that he had only been in their life for like a year. So I was, oh yeah. my god. I just Those really, kids. if you guys ever see any like legislation about using your kids for content coming up, please send it our way so we can boost it. This is like every week I feel like I see something that really stresses me out in this regard because that little girl is going to grow up to see all these comments and like they obviously get gross sexual comments on the video and like he knows what he's doing. He's not like blocking those people. And, like, yeah. those followers are, like, sending the little girls, like, phones and, like, weird, like, gifts. And it's, like, from men. And it, I don't know. It's just, ugh. ugh. It's just awful. Hate it. Hate it a lot. Hate it a lot. So that was the rabbit hole I was in this morning, unfortunately. That was, like, the first hour I woke up, what I was looking at. In the oh, morning. you're like, let's get into, let's get into some child misconduct. Well, what's the PayPal scam that you're talking about? Oh, well, I just want to say be aware. Oh, There's okay. a new PayPal scam that I <laughs> I got an email that was like, Oh, you're hey, a victim. I'm a victim. Mm -hmm. I got an email and the email looks like it's a receipt that you bought Bitcoin. And yeah, that, I don't... That, what? That, I'm just going to... That sounds like a pretty obvious one. Yeah, but it's like has your like account number and stuff on it so uh -huh. you're like wait i didn't buy bitcoin and then if you like <laughs> contact them i don't know how they get you to buy it or something but maybe it's like a link or something but i had to google it because i was like wait did somebody hack my paypal and buy bitcoin because that's crazy and no it was not real so that's go it's going around right now i didn't get into the specifics but just be aware be aware the one that gets me is always the text being like ups needs more information to deliver your package because <laughs> i'd be getting packages and i'm like i know but They'll uh -oh. never do that. I always know that one's fake. Well, I know it now, but the first time I got that one, I'll tell you what, <gasps> I clicked that link. You clicked? I did click that link. Nothing happened. I think you had to like enter information for it to get bad, but mm, don't even well, click the links, you guys. be careful out there, guys. One more thing. We need to complain <laughs> a little bit. Because... We got some beef. Because we... 
for almost a year now have really been hyping somebody up um really like speaking well on their name on their brand for free mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. tweets podcasting mm-hmm. you know personal conversations we've just been mm-hmm. building up this woman and you know who it is this you know woman. what her name is <laughs> what's her name awala <laughs> This, but listen, and I'll always be loyal to the brand of because course, I'm so I genuinely use it. am passionate about this water bottle. Yeah, but yeah, well, we we might have DM'd them a little bit, and they sort of said, "No, we're not going to send you anything. We don't want to work with you." And then they spit on us. The crazy and thing is, us. Ellie had a tweet about them get like what seventy thousand likes or something mm-hmm. like that for free. Just did it. I think you sent it to them, right? Like, hey, we'd I love did. to I work like, together. Hey, look I at like, this. love you guys. Look at this tweet. Genuine love for your brand. Like, look at how many people saw this. Millions of people. Tens of thousands of likes. And they were like, yeah. not looking for people at this time. Then, a couple days later, they post a story like, hey, suggest travel for- influencers for us to work with. Excuse me? You can't even send a I'm water granted, bottle. I'm not a travel influencer, but seems like you are interested in working with creators. Yeah. And we had like a couple other friends also DM them because like yep. we all are on the Owala train. We love them. They turned down everybody, you guys. <laughs> it was crazy. So, it really did hurt my feelings. And listen, again, I'm still going to ride for Owala. But yeah, like, of course. Damn. Of co- it was My hurtful. feelings are a little hurt. Like it's, my feelings are... It's hurt. like we still love that girl, but it hurts now knowing that it's been a parasocial relationship this whole time. Because I, like, I thought mutual. it was real. I thought it was like yeah. something that we all could feel. Um, but if they do post a story asking for influencer recommendations, you guys, like comment <laughs> us. Like, you know, let them know. Let them know. Because we love them. But and they have a Valentine's just... Day bottle coming out. And it's like... so cute. Look at us And I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. For free. You know? For free. Yeah. For free. But that's but that's because we're real. You know, we're going to tell you about we're not going to just tell you about a crappy water bottle because they're willing to sponsor us. We're going to tell no. you the truth, but we'll, we'll be the sad truth. about it. And we're very sad. You know, some people said that the colors were um, cringy or what was the word? I don't, maybe not cringy, but the colors weren't cool. And I kind of like the color. I like the colors. Yeah. So maybe we're not cool. Well, someone said that they had to get two different water bottles to make them match. So maybe it's because, like, now a lot of things are about, like, neutrals and, like, colors, like, being, like, more matte. I don't know. It's hard to know in this world. My ass will never be a neutral girly. I do, like, I like some, like, I got um, a neutral suitcase because I thought Mm. the beige was really pretty. But I'm shocked because... I don't know how I ended up here thinking, but I like saw it and I was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. But I know it's just a trick of the trends. I know it's like obviously being shoved down my throat that neutrals look pretty because I didn't think that a while ago. But who knows? People change. Yeah. There's a big world out there. And there is a big world out there. Should we pull over? Let's pull over. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't 
have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. We're off of the side of the road, and there's mm-hmm. a woman in a gorgeous mm-hmm. ball gown. Gorgeous ball gown. And she's at her lovely granite ta- countertop table. Mm-hmm. And there's a gorgeous KitchenAid stand mixer next to her, which, by the way, love KitchenAid stand mixers. Shout if, out KitchenAid. If you're a baker, biggest, biggest thing that you could ever need in the world. I have a gorgeous green one. Anyway, um, she's baking. She's kneading dough with her rings on. She looks stunning. She's making her husband cinnamon rolls. And you think to yourself, wow, that's the life. To be a beautiful woman yeah. in a ball gown with a husband and children you love and you're, you're kneading dough yeah. and your life looks beautiful. What a life that must be. Can I say, the first time I saw this video, my reaction was very positive. I thought, yeah. wow, lovely. She looks great. She's baking something yummy. Um, come to find out that the account is like Mormon trad wife propaganda, unfortunately. because <laughs> Unfortunately. It does, we just can't have nice things. But it does make sense, though, because like the the baking techniques did not make sense like you should not be kneading dough with your dirty rings in which like people do and it's fine but yeah and then also like it is impossible to not get flour on what you're wearing it is so hard i don't know how i don't i don't know it didn't make a lot of sense she put cold butter in Mm -mm. can't be doing that shit can't be doing that shit i think what really got me was uh when she said my toddler requested peanut butter and jelly today so i'm gonna make homemade bread jam and peanut butter to make the sandwich do you know how much time that makes your toddler is gonna be screaming at the top of its lungs 
before you can get the bread even halfway needed you know like you cannot be doing this shit don't why are you acting like you made a peanut butter and jelly from scratch in an hour for your toddler oh my god my fastest like bread recipe is maybe six hours and that's stretching it and that's yeah. like, like a short huh? one that's a short one like- what are you talking about? What in the what world are all, you talking about? What is all this then? Sometimes these things like make me feel like I'm not as media literate as I assume that I am because right. I didn't get that vibe from the first video. I'll be honest. I I didn't either. I've seen her wild on my feed before. Oh, and I, I had never realize, seen her before. I didn't realize that she was like a trad wife, like. I didn't know she was 22, first of all. Oh my strapped God, down with Wait, fucking stop. six kids. She has six like, kids? She's got a lot. I think she at least has like three or four under the under her belt. Oh my God. And she's like trapped. Her and her husband are like both models. Um, and they're Mormon. And she's got many kids. And uh, it's just such an interesting grift. Uh, it is. Yeah, I sent you a tweet this morning that was like, it's interesting the timing of reproductive rights being taken away while a bunch of like romanticized trad wife videos are becoming more and more prevalent on everybody's timeline. I feel like I see a different woman like this every month now. Like I I didn't even know who Ballerina Farm was, but I had heard <laughs> the name, of course. Um, of course. Big name in the industry. And she was the one with the very expensive oven. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing about all of these famous creators in this niche is they always have very wealthy um, husbands or backgrounds, maybe both, but like they have a ton of money and it's it's a different thing to be advertising this like leisurely, beautiful, like home, like on one income to all of your followers who are young girls who are probably not going to find a situation like that. Yeah, it's just an interesting thing. Like, it's a very, very interesting thing to, like, be selling that one-income, stay-at-home mom thing. While meanwhile, by the way, this woman in particular is not just... She's a model, first of all. Like, Mm -hmm. she does that. Secondly, when you are a trad wife on TikTok, you're probably making a good amount of money. You have a secondary income. You're not living in a one-income family. And the only reason she's able to do it is because Mm -hmm. she comes from this wealthy background. Like, Ballerina Farm, I think, is, like, the heir to some fortune. Um, This woman who fucking knows, like, her husband is clearly very wealthy. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like – this is not like – it's not a thing where it's possible for everyone and they make it seem like this is what women are meant to be doing. And it's like, well, no, because that wouldn't be your reality. No, that's not what it would look like for the hundreds of thousands of people who follow them. I think we we talked about this a little bit a month ago where like it seems they make it seem like they don't have a job, but like obviously their content creation is making them a ton of money, especially Mm -hmm. on like videos that are over a minute long now. Like I know people who are making so much money from Mm -hmm. TikTok for making videos that are over a minute long. And like all of these videos are like that. And they have like sponsorships. It's just, it's funny because whenever you see- She's like sponsored by KitchenAid, by the way. Yeah, when you see like other creators make content, you're like, oh, that's their job. They make money from it. But when you see stay-at-home mom content, you don't, 
you see it you don't see it as them making content so like it doesn't click right in your head when you're watching the video like oh they're content creating it's bad it's bad to like sell an idea look I don't think there's anything wrong if you want to be a stay-at-home mother. Like that's no one's telling you you can't do that. Mm -hmm. The problem is when you have a situation like this where it's somebody telling you like this is the way it should be. And it's trying to soothe you and calm you into this state of like, oh, that does look really lovely if I had time to bake and I had time to have a beautiful kitchen and do farming or whatever. And it's like that's not actually going to be your reality. This is a woman who probably has nannies who has people who help her clean her house who is not actually expected to be doing all this work well especially if you're not aware of the risks like if you Mm -hmm. ever are going to get a divorce your resume is going to have a 10-year gap nobody is going to hire you you're going to need money to like get a certificate or go back to school or like you're going to have to get an entry-level job where people are desperate like it's already hard to get a job right now like Mm -hmm. it would be near impossible for you to ever work again and you would need to make money um you would also like what was I gonna say oh sometimes these people don't have full access to the finances like you have to ask to buy something like you get an allowance maybe or you know you feel even just guilty about spending the money because it doesn't 100% feel like yours even though you've worked just as hard to like contribute to the household it's just right it's not it's not the dream that it's being made out to be and unfortunately those things aren't being communicated of like the what ifs in those it's situations just like a, it's just funny it's like there's a reason we fought for women to be able to work and like as mm-hmm. much as we make jokes you know being like oh why did women fight to work I don't want to work like <laughs> There's there's very much a reason why we did it. And it's because women were completely unable to escape bad situations. And if they did, the situation would become even worse. Yeah. Um, you we there were there's a reason that we fought for the ability to like have your own finances and have your own life. And mm-hmm. like it is really important to remind people of that because I think sometimes we forget. It's even like two generations out from women being able to have a bank account and work. All of a sudden we're like, well, wouldn't it be nice to go back to the old days? And it's like, well, no. I mean, it was like 1978. It was like 40 years ago, 45 years ago. (laughs) It's like your grandmother probably was like married for 30 years and then they were like, you can have a bank account. (laughs) Yeah, if that. It's rough. It, it's yeah. hard to watch. The, it is sometimes funny, like the woman who will only show one angle of her face. Like I'm obsessed her. with her vibe. And like certain parts of it are very appealing. Like watching a little video of a woman going out to her backyard and picking her fresh vegetables and like making food out of it. Like obviously that's going to get something in my brain going because it's, <laughs> it's probably what most humans were evolved to do. Just like pick. But that's not the world we live in right now like you can't I don't know like I would love to do that but I would also need to have my own money coming in or to not have a prenup I guess I would just say like if you see that stuff come across your timeline and you think to yourself that looks fucking amazing just like be very aware of what it is they're really selling you Mm -hmm. and like the what they're really trying to push on you because it never stops at oh, wouldn't it be nice for you to be in the home? Because it turns into women should only be in the home. It turns into women are baby incubators. Women don't have rights. Women Mm -hmm. shouldn't have a voice. And it's like, you may think that that's like hyperbolic, but it's not. It's similar to the way that we said, well, 
this thing getting overturned means that Roe v. Wade's going to get overturned. And people said, no, Roe v. Wade will never be overturned. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was because that's always the end goal to take things away from women. And it's not realistic. Like if you don't have a nanny and you have small children, you can't even put like you can't even take time to shower, <laughs> do the let dishes. alone like, like make please. those kinds of food. They're not showing like they show them making food and then going over to their children. But they're not showing that they had to have someone watch those children in between. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's not real. It's not real life. It's not real. It's just it's a fantasy and a weird one at that. Should we answer some questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions. Okay. Mm. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? This is on the um, 75 questions to make someone fall in love with you or whatever. Yeah, that's where I got all of these questions from. Except yeah, for the I recognized. last one. Because we talked um, about this a while ago and I was like, ooh, I bet people would be curious what those questions are. And honestly, yeah. I didn't like most of the questions. They all no, kind of flopped. No. But I tried, flops. I tried to get some that were interesting to me. So do I have a secret hunch about the way that I'm going to die? Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. <laughs> Okay, is there... I don't feel like I'm going to, like, get... I Actually, when I was a kid, I used to think I was going to get murdered. Like, I was shocked I made it past the age of, like, 13. I was, oh, like... me too. Going to get murdered, for sure. I don't know if I thought I would, like, get murdered unless I was in the midst of watching a show with a lot of murders. Then I absolutely did. But no, I, I definitely... No, I was like, I'm going to get kidnapped. <laughs> I always thought I would die young. I think most people think they're going to die young. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that's, what? like... A, <laughs> definitely not well maybe it's just the fact that it's hard to picture ourselves getting past a certain point like ever like when you're 14 like oh my god i can't see myself ever being actually 21 years old Uh, yeah i guess i think for me it was more like yeah obviously i'm gonna die when i'm old because that's what happens when you're old you get old and then you die like that was sort of like i didn't even have a an idea that it could be something different, except for the fact that I thought I was going to get murdered. I also thought that I was going to get eaten by a bear for some reason. Okay. No bears in Illinois, yeah, mind you. That's interesting. Um, I don't know if I necessarily had a specific way that I thought I would die, but I've always been especially freaked out at certain things, mm. um, which I could maybe associate to that. Like, I've always been weirdly scared of like being in a car that drowns. Oof, but that just sounds horrible. I know. I don't think that's actually how I will die, but I think there's something to like, ooh, what's like a, a way of dying that has specifically worried you? Like you have an unnatural Maybe fear of it. The things the things that you have like an unnatural fear of are ways that you have died in a past life. Yeah, that's what I've thought. Maybe like that Creepy. could be why. Although it's a pretty rare way to die. Maybe it was something involving drowning. It could be. Mm, could be. Or just could like be. suffocating in general. I always get scared that I'm going to be in a tunnel and the tunnel's going to collapse. Oh, tunnels are scary. Tunnels really scare me. I just don't think humans are supposed to be underground like that. I I feel like if I were to guess, I actually, mm, hopefully I will die of old age, but I could also see myself like getting some kind of illness and not getting it checked fast enough and then dying Jeez. of that you know like first last week now this week like cancer or something oh my god go to the doctor i don't have a big history of cancer though in my family but we do have a big history of alzheimer's well so hopefully they figure that one out fingers crossed that's how my mom's father died sad 
I know. I was watching a video about Alzheimer's recently, and I was just like, like I if my oh my god no it's so sad if my mom didn't know who I was like I I can't no. even express absolutely not to yeah you. we don't have to talk about it um so that's like I don't really have a good guess I guess do you think you'll live t- into like your nineties I don't know maybe <laughs> I I feel like you hit a certain point where you're like okay I've seen enough. <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy living to my as long as I'm still able to move around and stuff. Yeah, it's just that like if you get like sick and like your body hurts all the time right. and all your friends are dead and like <laughs> I think you just probably get to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm over this. Well, my one grandparent who's still alive has done like has been very healthy her whole life, but she has seen like her first husband died and then her boyfriend after him died and all of her friends died and like her family moved yeah, away. No, thank you. Like that I'm is good. just, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Being the one to outlive everybody. Oof, yeah. too much. As long as I still have family though, I guess. That'd be good. It's willing to take care of you. Oh my God, if they weren't, I would be so sad. <laughs> I know, old people make me really sad. Um... Ooh, that one might be too much. Let's skip that one. If if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Do you want me to repeat it? The truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else. Like you could ask it kind of like any question and it would be like, I'll give Mm. you the answer. Ooh, I do feel like there is something to like... I don't necessarily want to know the future, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's none of my business. I'll get there when I get there. But I do think it would be interesting to be like, tell me how other people perceive me. Tell me what everyone thinks mm. about me. Tell me all the things that people have said about me behind my back. Tell me. <laughs> maybe not everything, you know, but maybe some you know, conversations. <laughs> some of the stuff so I'm aware of some things. Like, tell me like what I seem like to other people. Like, how do I come across? And like, you know, right. that's like really interesting to me i wouldn't want to know the future but i maybe would ask like how would my energies be best spent at this time in my Mm. life a hint if you will (laughs) what a hint oh yeah yeah yeah. like what like what should i be putting a lot of time into that would lead to fulfillment and like prosperity and actually work out for me fulfillment fulfillment fulfilledness fulfillment oh that's not a word is it Fulfillment. Fulfillment. <laughs> Lead to fulfillness. I'm going to, and I'm very fulfilled. <laughs> it, like, it didn't even think it was wrong for a second there. I was like, yeah, fulfillness. Fulfill- it does fu- sound right. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean. Whether that be <sighs> like a career or like a mm. romantic thing. Like, oh, it'd be good to know, like, should I be going to these events? Like, am I going to meet someone that I would love there? Or am I going to lose them and pass them by if I don't do these things? That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. But I don't want them to, like, tell me who it is and when it's going to happen. But just, like, what should I be doing? (laughs) Yeah, I just don't, I don't want, like, I don't want to know what the future is. You know, like, that actually freaks me out. I feel like in every book I've ever read where, like, they know the future, it's, like, some fucked up shit. You know, like, you don't want to know. You, like, don't want to know. But I would want to know more 
I don't know. It's like hard to know yourself, I guess. I would want to know what people hate about me and what they don't like about me and what they find (laughs) annoying about me. I want to know that stuff so bad. I don't want to know that. I want to know what people love about me, what they find enchanting about me, what they think is interesting, things I've said that have stuck with them and fulfilled. I don't know those things. Yes, you do. I know what I think I I know what I think is great about me. I know like what I think is enchanting about me. I don't know if there's been a sentence I've said to a friend that stayed with them forever. I want to know that. Oh, well, I'll let you know some of the ones you've told me that <laughs> stayed with me. I thought I had. There are like certain things that you've said to me that I've like screenshotted and put in my favorites and kept close <laughs> beside me. And you get like That's so many special. messages all the time from people being like, oh, this thing you said was really meaningful. I love this but about it's you. it's different. It's different. I want to know what people hate. I don't. I want them to be honest. Because I can change. If I just know. <laughs> if I just know what my flaws are, then I can be better. What if it's something you could never change? Um, I just don't believe it. If someone like really came to me and told me like this thing about you is a little frustrating and like makes me feel some type of way I would be like oh my god good to know I don't want to be like that right and then I would work on it if it's like you really want to know yeah like if the crystal ball could tell you yeah you would want to know what people have like said I just don't think I care about other people's opinions like you literally the first thing you said was you would want to know every conversation anyone's ever had about you yeah I'm (laughs) assuming mostly they're very positive (laughs) No, you changed you changed your stance immediately as soon as it became too I real. I want to know what people want, think about me, but I don't want to know the bad things specifically. Mm. I, I don't want to go out of my way to know what the bad things are. I'm sure that there are bad things that people have said. In fact, I know that there are bad <laughs> things that people have said about me. But like, that's not what's important in my mind. Okay. Yeah. Because like, we're all flawed, you know? You have to like choose to love people with their flaws. Yeah. You can't, there's no way to be perfect. Like, there's no way to be like an ideal perfect that no, offends no one and is like completely inoffensive and like is small enough that n- doesn't bother anyone. Like, that's just like not a thing that you can be. Like, real people fucking suck a little bit and like you love each other anyway. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that there there's nothing I could ever work on. Well, surely not. But if there was something that was like really that like was a problem, I think that people would tell you. <laughs> I just don't. I hope they would. I hope they would. And that's why I ask all the time. And I've said it on this podcast before, you guys. Make a private account. Make a burner. DM me. DM (laughs) me what's wrong with me. (laughs) Let me know. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, like, be nice about it. And as I said, nothing physical. Thank you. You know, therapists will do that. Huh. That's sort of their job is to, to tell you when they notice patterns and things that you do that are well, not, not awesome. None have ever said something like that to me, so I guess I maybe just don't have any flaws. Maybe you just don't have any flaws. No, or I'm maybe just, you I'm just saying that to bait you guys so that you'll actually want to tell me about my flaws. <laughs> <laughs> should we speaking of crystal balls? Ooh. Should we tarot? We should tarot. I missed my cards. I was apart for them for so I know. long. We had so many episodes without the cards. Oh, also, oh update. I forgot I wanted to do this in the catching up. Um, mm. Video is coming soon. 
there it's been a long and treacherous journey to get the video episodes but we're very proud of you and a lot of a lot more steps than you would think are necessary <laughs> um like everything that sounds like it should be easy like for example getting a hard drive to just put it on sounds so easy you just plug it in no nope, that's not how it happened so it's coming yep. It's com- it's coming. It's just not gonna have multiple angles, but maybe in the future. That's fine. One day, maybe one day. Morgan's gonna teach me. Yeah, and you're gonna become a video editress. Editress, and maybe we'll start doing more video content. I feel like my luck has really been on an upward swing. Okay. Like on my on my flight home, mm-hmm. I had the whole row to myself. Wow. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I kept seeing people come down the aisle and I'd go, no, 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 no. And they would pass me. I got to stretch out and it was like, you know, it's a long flight. If it was like a two hour flight, it's like whatever. But it's like a six hour flight. It's a so long I was like, flight. that was a nice ass flight to be like stretched out. Yeah. Um, that's so I feel like it's an omen. And I do feel like the card this week is going to be a nice lucky card. And it's the Three of Cups, which I think from what I remember is sort of like your cup runneth over, which is sort of like abundance and maybe like generosity. But I guess we will find out. So your Three of Cups. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, it is sort of like overindulgence, but it's sort of like an abundance. It's abundant. I mean, it's abundance. It's like a lot of there's like a celebration aspect to it. There is a gathering aspect to it. Um, and there's definitely, (laughs) is it abundance in kind of a bad way? It can be abundance in however you want to interpret it. I wouldn't interpret abundance as a bad thing. Oh, I thought you said overindulgent. That's like the other side of the coin though, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like anything can be interpreted in tarot as positive or negative. It's like completely, completely your interpretation. But I would say like, yeah, maybe watch out, don't overindulge, but like, be expecting abundance and enjoy mm. the beautiful things that are coming your way and the beautiful things in your life. And well, also those I, gatherings, there's celebration as well. So, you know, maybe hang out with your friends and overindulge a little bit. <laughs> I think it's going to be a big year for gathering. I want to gather and I want to gab mm. this year. I'm going to mm. be big into hosting gatherings, going to mm. gatherings, attending mm-hmm. them. Um, sort of the year of the gathering. I would love for it to be the year of the gathering. I would too. I want to host a Super Bowl thing where everybody has to bring a dip. Oh my God. I was really hoping the Cowboys would go farther because I was like, it's sad that I can't watch the games with other Cowboys fans. But then I was like, wait a minute. My friends would pretend to be Cowboys fans if I had yeah. like a watch party. And then I was like almost going to plan one. And then. Um, oh, and then they, well, we don't have to talk about yeah, it. So, yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> Well, I hope your cupeth runneth o- over, everybody. Yeah, I hope your cupeth runneth over as well. We would especially like to say that we hope our birthday pig's cupeth runneth <laughs> over, and that would be Curtis, Katie, Maya, Nathan, Flower Pig, Georgia, Zachary. You're our number one babies. We love you, and we'd like to hold you in our arms and give you a big kiss. Well, yeah. I'd, that's I'd, how I feel. You don't have to feel that way. That's how I feel. I'll hold you in my arms and I'll pat your head. <laughs> and I'll go, Mwah. okay. Anyways, we <laughs> love you guys so, 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 so much as always. Have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope it's a great one. We will catch you on our next drive. Thank you for coming to Late Night Drive. We hope you enjoy the drive. Ooh.
Slay. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.